Welcome to Lanarcanum, the city of magic. Built around the Everspire, the city shimmers with arcane energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. And no one knows trouble better than the Lanarcanum High Guard. The LAHG is comprised of several divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most convoluted cases in Lanarcanum. This is one such case. Today's episode, The Grave Escape. Welcome to a lawful and orderly special visions unit. My name is Andrew J. Young and I am your GM tonight. Uh, in case this is your first time joining us, lawful and orderly is a lighthearted fantasy police procedural. Uh, we use Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, but we really only sort of use it kind of, and we mostly just decide how things go. Um, based on role-playing, but that's okay. Um, we've got two of our uh, regular players tonight, and let me go ahead and introduce them. First of all, we have Marty McGuire playing Aaron Twilson, a human bard and acrobat formerly with the Traveling Twilsons. Ah, uh, yes. Finally, I'm no longer a former acrobat. <laughs> I, think the last, I think the last time I GM'd this season, you were, you were no longer a former acrobat as well, but you may have been out that day. Excellent. Um, and Marty, what was the what was the worst place that Aaron has ever lived? Uh, ooh, well, growing up uh, on the road, uh, you know, Aaron actually tends to live in the the trailers, the the wagons that they use to get around, uh, and think of that as home. Uh, but the worst place that he can remember staying. Uh, was when the Twilsons were part of a really large gathering of uh of acts from all over it was put on by a um kingdom is kind of a, a big word it was put <laughs> on by like a duchy uh you know leagues and leagues away from lan arcanum and uh this uh the duke was really not doing so hot with uh his subjects so he wanted to put on this this huge thing uh that that would bring in all kinds of artists uh from from everywhere sort of as a bread and circuses and um, didn't really have it going on on the infrastructure. So uh, when people, uh, you know, got there, uh, they found that the weather was terrible. Uh, everyone's uh, wagons were sinking into the mud. Uh, they hadn't cleared out the local wildlife. And uh, most of the stages and infrastructure that were promised uh, just weren't there. It was um, it was really terrible. Uh Anyway, that was uh, that that was called the uh, the Pyre Festival, and um, you know it was uh, it was just a pretty bad time, pretty bad. Yeah, you know, actually, I have heard of that one. Uh, it was, yeah, I, I've not heard anybody say anything good about that. But I've under my understanding yeah. is that the Duke is planning to throw another Pyre Festival. So that's oh, like boy. a good call to me, but yeah, I, I doubt the Twilsons will be uh, in attendance for that one. I would be surprised if anybody is. Uh, we are also joined tonight by Clara Jugaday uh, as Alo Seda, a half-orc rogue and an expert on violence. Hello. Um, so, Clara, um, has Alo ever met up with any of the uh, any of the folks she's convicted, like after they've been released or visiting them in prison or, or having them yeah, as a witness in another case? And if so, how did that go? Um, she mainly just goes just to reinforce uh, the fact that she has caught them 
and that it's she's the reason behind that uh, that they're in prison. So she really likes to rub it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really just likes to rub it in. And so um, one uh, dude that she always goes with is uh, Flo and um, LARP. That's his name, mm. Flo and LARP. It's the okay. two of them. And uh, so those two knuckleheads, uh, she always likes to go and see them. And um, I feel like maybe she's starting to get like a love-hate relationship with them. And oh, things like okay. that. So uh, some sort of camaraderie. I don't know like, why she keeps going back there. Are they maybe becoming fast frenemies? Yeah, yeah. They're definitely frenemies. Like when they get out, she should definitely uh, watch her back. She needs to have um, uh, her her mallet ready and waxed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. Um, it definitely sounds like if she's going into to, to, to rub in the fact that they're spending time in prison because of her, that it would be a good idea to. Yeah, she's got a lot of enemies. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, um, with all that out of the way, I think I think it's time for a news update from our very own Skip Skyseeker. Why, yes, it's me again. I'm Skip Skyseeker. Now, Sayer Five, with your morning news. Recent polls conducted by the Gossips Guild finds that the High Dragon, may their scales shine ever brighter, is gaining support from several notable organizations, including the wizened old bearded men on mountaintops and Golden Sachs Bank, thanks to the loosening of magical regulations and the influx of outside currencies. However, the polls also show that the bevy of new taxes implemented by the High Dragon, including the door tax and the controversial sleeping tax, are still unpopular with the common citizens. They claim not to be seeing any benefit from these new taxes or of the High Dragon's policies, according to the polls. The High Dragon's mortal mouthpiece, Norberta Drake, notes that what is good for the High Dragon is good for the people of Lanarcanum. The High Dragon's policies enrich us all. Well, we'll have to wait and see just how true that statement is over the coming weeks. Certainly, it doesn't appear as though policies are likely to change anytime soon. I'm Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5, and that's all the news that's fit to shout. Excellent. Uh, so we join we join uh, Aaron, uh, having just heard that morning announcement, um, sitting in the sitting in. Well, we join Aaron and Aloe both uh, sitting in the coffee room at the station, uh, and Aaron's going over uh, the local paper, the Ley Line, and when he sees an ad for a small apartment uh, located directly above the Gold Theater. Oh, wow! They usually reserve that space for performers. Uh, Ella, you have, you ever stay uh, above a theater? Never. I, I hate the noise. I hate the, the the laughing as well. Ah, well, you you might like this place actually. They tend to do mostly dramas, so the audience is uh, well, they're really discouraged from laughing. It's uh, it's kind of depressing most of the time actually, but it makes for some pretty quiet nights when the shows aren't on. Okay, uh, you're looking for a place. I thought your place. Uh... Wasn't going to get uh, renovated. I thought you well, stay. yeah. The uh, in the last round of renovations, my apartment was half renovated, and the other half is still torn down to the bricks and uh, and underflooring. So um, while the, the the one half is is nice, uh, my sort of kitchenette, uh, I can sit and look at out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm basically sleeping on piles of laundry. Uh, and uh, my 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 uh, I, I tried sleeping on the bed, but the uh, the legs actually ended up going into the floor below. 
because uh, oh. there's there's no structural flooring there now. Um, yeah. Also, I'm I'm not sure. I've been I've been picking out insulation uh, out of my outfit all week. Okay. It's it's really itchy. Is this stuff? Is it actually bad for you? It's, I'm it's never, incredibly I'm never been sure. bad for you. It's not supposed to touch your skin. Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. Okay. You, yeah. Dude, you gotta find a new place. Uh, you can't stay with me, definitely. But uh, I will help. you. Oh, I would. Something. I would never impose. Okay. Oh my, that's so nice. Just, of just you. getting that out there. Not me. I'm uh, not an option. Aaron does note that at the bottom of the advertisement, there's a there's an asterisk, and it says uh, some addition. Uh, mm. Oh, it says that not only. Uh, he looks at the rent, and it's not only lower than uh, than his current rent, but there's an asterisk by it. And at the bottom of the ad, uh, the asterisk reads, "Some additional maintenance maintenance duties required. See leaseholders for de- see leaseholder for details." Uh, and of course, Aaron, as a as a professional means. performer, uh, knows that the lease the uh, leaseholder of Gold Theater is none other than uh, Mustelgrim Gold. Uh, a a friendly dwarf in the crossbow manufacturing business that Aaron uh, has met before. Uh, yes. Um, I, I believe at the crossbow range. At the archery the, range. There, That's exactly. There was a competition. Yes. So long ago. So many many months. Uh, interesting. I wonder. I, I wonder if he would recognize me. I was kind of in disguise, so uh, maybe that works for me. Maybe against. I'm not sure. Uh, Twilson. Seda, get in here immediately! And Aaron, Aaron drops the paper on the floor and <laughs> and is out to go to the chief's office. Yeah, and uh, Seda follows, and she just groans, and she keeps her coffee with her, but she just lets it splash all over the floor as she goes in. <laughs> uh, inside. Just real passive aggressively. <laughs> it just get... seeps into the newspaper that where Aaron like circled conveniently, perfectly smudged. Um, inside the chief's office, uh, the chief is uh, in the in the guy or in the, in the guys, but in the form of a um, especially fierce looking uh, bull rhinoceros. Well, not bull rhinoceros. Yeah, bull rhinoceros. Why not? Uh, the chief can can be whatever uh, gender she wants. She uh, wants, yeah. yeah. So she is in the in the form of a humanoid bull rhinoceros, um, and she is stomping vigorously back and forth, pacing in front of her desk. And you also see uh, Archibald, the very tall, thin, pale seer, who whose visions you rely on so often, and if possible, he looks even paler than usual. Hmm. Man, sit down, sit down, officers. What's up with Archie? Uh, you're gonna you're gonna find out what's wrong with Archie in just a minute. This is well. Let me tell you. Let me be blunt. It's not good news. But I've had a a vision of most dire important. I fear for for not only the citizens of Lanarkanum, but for you as well. And to be frank, myself, I I whoa. It's it as the kids say. It's not good. It's real bad, yo. That that is okay. That first thing is what the kids say. I I've been I've talking, never heard. I've been talking to my niece, and she tells me that's what the kids are saying these days. Oh, Archie, I didn't know you had a niece. Oh. I didn't know you had siblings. Oh, of course, I have a niece, and she claims to have met you. In fact, uh, oh, really? Uh, Claire. She oh. works on a ferry. Oh, Wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know her. Yeah, she works security? Uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. 
Oh yeah, Claire's Claire's great. Uh, I didn't know you. Wow. Okay, she didn't tell me about Uncle Archie. That's uh, uh, well, wow. Perhaps next time you should listen more closely. Maybe she dropped <laughs> some hints that you may have missed. It's impossible oh, oh. to know. Okay. Wow. Well, getting right into it. Oh, but more important things. Yes, yes, yes. Please, the vision. Yes. And uh, as you touch the orb, you find yourself teleported uh, into the calm uh, of the night in, in a very dark square in Lan Arcanum. Um, you can see the Everspire very close by. Um, and you wonder for a moment why it's so dark here. Um, and you see that uh, the lamps nearby, the flames have just been blown out um, before you arrived. And wind and rain and, and lightning begin to rattle around the alley. Uh, and suddenly a sphere of of a vacuum where there's no rain, there's no wind. It's just perfectly still uh, appears and expands. Um, and the, with a thunderclap, the sphere disappears, but leaves in its wake a flickering portal um, through which uh, several shadowy figures emerge. At the head of this group uh, uh, is a, a man in clanking chain armor. And in a deep voice, he says, All right, you lot, we made it. You've all got about four hours before our truce is over. It'd be in your best interest if I never had to see any of your faces again. The figure steps into the faint light of the moon, and his own face, with reddish-orange skin and bright yellow eyes, becomes visible. Uh, the, a few other figures step out of the flickering portal uh, and, and begin disappearing into the shadows of Lan Arcanum. Um, and after a moment, a final pair of figures emerge from the portal, and it winks out of existence. They step into the light, and Aaron recognizes them, and Aloe may recognize them as well. She's done her research. It's Vata Bosek and Norina Hackleaf. Vata says, Your plan worked. We're back. Now what? The orange-skinned figure, without turning, replies, Now, now I turn the city into my personal playground. If I were you, Red Fletcher, I'd stay out of my way. Vada and Norina glance at each other nervously before Vata says, Ah, yes, certainly, sir. We'll stay out of your way. Whatever you say. They scurry out into the shadows. Um, another shadowy figure seems to approach uh, this, this orange-skinned man. And he, he, without even turning to them, he says, You've got less than four hours now before our truce ends. And if you try my patience, I may cut your time short. The shadow steps forward anyway. I won't. But before the orange-skinned man can finish, he's interrupted by a huge black axe that embeds itself in his shoulder. He, sh uh, he, he shouts uh, in pain, <laughs> clearly, but it's not a scream. Um, but as he shouts, his skin and eyes glow brighter and brighter until he bursts into flames uh, around him. Your mistake, friend. Or did you think the name Blazing Death was an exaggeration? He spins fire in his hand when the shadows suddenly grow and surround him. Uh, his flames burn stronger and brighter for a moment, and the shadowy figure steps back as if burnt. But then the shadows seem to sap away the flame and the heat. They grow dimmer and dimmer, and as they do, Blazing Death collapses to his knees. His arms flail impotently against the darkness. And finally, his eyes roll back and he falls face first into the dirt. The darkness recedes until the shadowy figure is barely visible again. Then, without a second look, it vanishes into the night. And you find yourself back in the chief's office. 
You see? You realize, of course, what that meant? What this all means? And Alec goes, uh, I, I have no idea, but it doesn't look good. Like, yeah, that is what the kids are saying. You're very right. Not good it's at not all. It doesn't look good at all. It's really bad, yo. Really bad, yo. It is really bad, yo. Uh, Alo, I don't know if you read the case file, but before you joined the force, uh, the two of those were Vada Bosek and, and Norena Hackleaf. They, they basically took the high guard down and, and almost took a seat on the city council. We don't know who they were actually working for, but they were they were sentenced to Abracatraz, a, a portal, a prison in a portal dimension that's supposed to be unescapable. Oh, wow. It was unescapable up until this point, but Blazing Death was an Abracatraz prison uh, prisoner as well, and that means there's been a breakout from Abracatraz, oh. the first in the history of Lanarkanum, and as if that wasn't bad enough to have the Red Fletcher and uh, the Hackleaf woman back. Blazing Death is one of the most dangerous criminals ever to be locked away. Whoever was able to overcome his sort of brand of fire magic is a force to be reckoned with. And we we need to track down whoever this was as soon as possible. Okay. Uh, are, are, are you sure this is a, a high guard deal? Like, sh- shouldn't we maybe go ahead and... This feels up, uh, above our pay grade. Yeah. She... She snorts angrily and, and stomps her foot. More like a bull than a rhino, but it works effectively on a rhino, rhino as well. Listen! Uh, if we could rely on the Red Inquisition or the Black Inquisition or whatever they are to do their jobs, then I wouldn't worry about it. But you've seen in the past, and, and Officer Seda, you haven't seen this yet, but the Black Inqu- the Red Inquisition, whatever, <laughs> their, their, their brand of justice isn't really just, and it's not very effective. I, I expect them to be after these uh, uh, escapees, but frankly, I can't trust them with the safety of the citizens of this city. The only people I trust with that are my own people. And that means you too. The street guard will be out in force as well, but they're they're even more useless than the black inquisition. Half <laughs> as dangerous. Uh, Am I right? <laughs> now don't let me don't let me catch you have with that kind of language outside this office. Yep. Colson. Right, you are chief. Uh, and uh, just to, to stack a little bit of extra on top of this whole situation, uh, the Red Fletcher oh. and Hackleaf aren't the only uh, uh, super criminals, to use the phrase, with a grudge against the High Guard. Oh. So uh, it'll be extra dangerous for, uh, for High Guard out on there in the streets. Now, you won't be the only High Guards, uh, high guards on patrol, uh, but I'm assigning you to the case of tracking down uh, the murderer of Blazing Death. Whoever this person is, they are... Possibly the most dangerous humanoid in the city right now. Mm, can we go like incognito, or can we, can I not wear my badge? Can we go undercover? I'll, I'll leave that to you. If you if you if you feel that going undercover is the right thing, uh, uh, I, I can respect that. I'll, I'll leave that decision up to you. As long as you are able to track uh, this killer down uh, as quickly as possible, I cannot stress uh, the danger the city could be in with someone like that on the loose. Okay. Now, now I do have I do have some help for you. Oh. She pulls out. She pulls out uh, a scrap of paper. I've gone through the uh, the index that I have, which is admittedly probably not completely, uh, not fully complete, but is fairly complete. And I've cross referenced as Abracatraz prisoners who have been known to possess shadow magic and wield an axe, uh, and it's a pretty short list. 
So this is at least some leads. This might not. It's better than nothing. And I don't know if these people have all escaped from Abacatas or because that was not the entire population of the prison based on my understanding of how many people are in there. But it was too many. But uh, OK, uh, the alleyway axe man mm. uh, whose whose real name is Caesar Romano. Um, Penumbra. Whose uh, real name is Jake Nicholson. And, and of course, the Spire Shadow Killer. Uh, whose real name is Heath Ledger Domain. Now, again, I said there's no telling how many of these uh, may have escaped, uh, and if so, which one of them is responsible, but it's it's better than nothing. It's a better, better place to start than nowhere. All right. Um, both of those, all of those names sound very dangerous, especially the Alley Axe Murderer, or whatever the, you said the name Alleyway was. Axe Man? Yep, yep. Now, it's even more terrifying all... when you say it the correct way. Uh, yeah, they're all extremely dangerous. We don't lock people up into Abercatas for uh, for nothing. All right. Uh, then let's start with him. I guess there'll be uh, a, there'll be case files you can access in the archives. All right. Uh, on these on these people. Yeah, let, let let's see if I can uh, learn some more stuff about these people. All right. Well, get out of my office and go do your research then. All right. Yes, Chief. Dismissed. All right, All right. and uh, she ushers you yeah, out of her office. She, she, she. We are going to die, Aaron. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is extremely bad. I, I, I guess this is going to save me from having to move apartments, though. <laughs> Bright side. You'll move six feet under. <laughs> hey, I've stayed in worse places. Remind me to tell you about the Pyre Festival sometime. All right. Um. <laughs> All right, so um, I I really wish Mikhail were here because he's he's good with all the archived files, but I I think I sort of understand his filing system. Okay. So so I think I I should be able to pull some of the the files for for these suspects. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's he's gonna go try to find um, in Mikhail's desk. There there actually is um, what what a lot of people don't know about Mikhail is that he's not only uh, a steel trap up here, but he also doesn't always trust his own brain. So he keeps an index of indexes uh, in in his desk in a, in a nice spot. And uh, Aaron Aaron goes to look for that. Okay. Um. So yeah, you 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 uh, quickly. Of course, it's it's uh, the desk is perfectly organized, and so you know exactly where to look for the index of <laughs> indices, and uh, you you draw it out with no problem. Um. For the purposes of. Uh. Gameplay, I can either give you all this information right now, or we can I can give you the information, like, person by person as you choose who to investigate. So uh, mm. I think it might be easier to to absorb if I if I give it to you. If you say, all right, we're gonna we're gonna look into the information of this person and, and do investigate follow that lead. Uh, but I'll leave it up to you both. If however you want to get this info, mm, person by person. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay. So, um, so uh, uh, Allo, I there's a lot to read here, and and Aaron just like has has these files, and he's he's gonna stuff them in a sack and and bring you know put put on a satchel, and uh, says um, I I've I've got a lead on where to find the alleyway axe man. Let's I guess let's start there, and we can read the files on the way. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so you you take off, uh, leaving the station, and according to uh, Cesar Romano's file, 
um, his his former home uh, before he was convicted and imprisoned in, in uh was Dirt Alley, and uh, oh, of course the contact that uh, the the contact that's listed there uh, is his, I guess ex husband husband you'll have to find out whether or not they're legally married. Uh, Brutus Asiago or Brutus Romano, assuming he's still got his married name. Okay. Okay. Um, do, do we know anything uh, else about like what, what got him into Abercatraz or any witness statements about seeing him do his uh, violence that's, to see if, uh, that, if that's close to what we saw in the vision? So he's an axe murderer, um, as you may have guessed, who, who uh, um, murdered exclusively in alleyways in the shadows. Um, <laughs> so the, the several witness statements um, have uh, alleged that he had... Um, that he was able to like make it darker in the alleys and 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 make it shadowier like around the shadows, but uh, he never uh, never displayed any. Uh, there's never any strong eyewitness testimony for uh, advanced shadow magic, but he is um, extremely dangerous with an axe. Okay, um, how is he convicted? Like, how 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 do we catch him? Um, the High Guard, uh, actually, the High Guard was the one who caught this, uh, caught Caesar, and they received a vision of an alley. And uh, the officer in charge of the case at the time was able able to uh, recognize the specific alley, and they arrived and and set up a trap, and uh, were able to catch him before he was able to murder again. Oh, okay, okay. So that a, a, a premonition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Um... Yeah, we we pull up to the place and uh, Aaron kind of like hand hovering on the way to the door is like looking out onto Dirt Alley uh, and and pauses and turns to Aloe just like, um, I, I don't know how this is going to go, uh, but it's it's been an honor serving with you on the high guard. Uh, let's just watch each other's backs, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I got uh, Martha, and um, do, do you have do you have any like extra safety precautions? Did you bring anything? Uh, I mean, I I got my dagger and uh, and my rapier, and uh, I mean these these this is like serious shadow magic. I I can I can cast light. I can shed some light on things. I gotta I gotta be honest though. Like uh, you know, I'm more f- for being on the stage, uh, I don't do well in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm meant for the limelight. Okay. Um... Uh, and, and with that, like, uh, he, he, uh, hands the folded up paper that, uh, can, contains all of the billing information that the cab driver needs to file with the high guard <laughs> and steps out without a word to the driver at all. <laughs> the driver, uh, beats a hasty retreat. Uh, the gallops away into the, in back out of dirt alley into, into, uh, more uh, wealth, wealthier pastures. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So you're standing in front of uh, the the last known uh, address of Brutus Romano, ne Asiago. Um, is there um, is there a nameplate? I doubt there would be, but um, there it, it's a very oh this is sad. It's a very cramped. It's a very small building, and there are uh, three names listed. There's, it looks like it's been divided into three. Uh, Mm. apartments and uh one of them is in fact brutus asiago okay so we press that button or we knock on that door or we it's a doorbell yeah, there's, or 
there's a there's a door there's no uh there is a bell but there's no clapper in the bell okay yeah. so we just yeah so we'll take take note and then uh head up to that apartment all right okay and aaron will knock on knock, the knock, door knock, knock. <laughs> um <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a wait you hear movement on the other side of the door but it's 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 maybe 10 or 15 seconds before anyone comes to the door. Oh, wow. Uh, and it, it creaks open a little bit, and you can see a chain across the a door. Actually, you see two chains, one at the top, one at the bottom. And uh, um, the face of a, of a sun elf, um, who looks like he's seen much better times, uh, looks out at you. Uh, yes, uh, can I help you, uh, sir, ma'am? What, what, what can I do for you? And this is not, uh, this is not Caesar Romano. You recognize, uh, this is not this match up with the Caesar does it does it match the sketch from from his file uh it it it, there is no sketch of Brutus Asiago in the file right but it it doesn't match the sketch of Caesar that's correct it does not match the (laughs) the sketch of Caesar Romano all right um yeah uh hello um Brutus uh Asiago uh yes he he keeps glancing around nervously like he's he's not sure what you're doing here why you're here but he does not want you here what yes Mm -hmm. what can I do for Uh, you I'm not interested in purchasing any cookies or popcorn or any uh, or any taking your religious tracks t- today, so... <laughs> um, no no worries. Uh, we are actually here about uh, an official city matter. Oh, great. Uh, the pothole I've been reporting uh, several times is uh, on the street below. If you can, that would be great. Uh, thank you. Do you need my... Uh, I don't need to say anything, do I? I'll just... Um, yeah, I'm afraid so. And we have a few more questions. Uh, just to fill in the details, we, we're really wanting to crack down. There's a lot of talk about how the dragon is not taking care of the city. And uh, we just want to have all the details we can to know how long this has been an issue, how it's been getting worse. So if you don't mind, if we could just sit down for a moment, we'll only take a few minutes of your time. Uh, yeah, I'll come sit up. Uh, in fact, no, um, I'll just, it's fine. You guys can stay here. Um, can one of you two give me a perception check or uh, or the equivalent so hmm. okay. like uh not but not like um deception we're not we're not trying to or uh what is it called when you're trying to figure out if somebody's lying to you uh yeah give me okay In- insight yeah either perception or insight one of those two i'll let you i'll let you pick whoever, whoever oh, that's rolling. my insight sucks uh ooh, that's okay though i rolled uh 15 plus 1 16 all right excellent um, that is enough. Um, you can tell that uh, Brutus is um, panicking. And based on the way he's acting, you're pretty sure there's someone else in the room with him. Okay. Um, because he, he keeps glancing off to the side and uh, um, he, it looked like he was about to come out there and then something changed his mind immediately and mm. he decided not to. So like, you, you're, you're certain there's someone else in the room with him. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, I'd love to come outside, but uh, maybe another time. Um, if you just need me, I can just, if you would hold up a thing, I'll, I'll, I'll just reach the door here inside. I really got a lot to do today, so. Um, I, I oh, I, I, I totally understand. We are uh, we are all very busy here. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I think I think we could probably just do it with a signature. We're going to lose a lot of detail uh, in your report, unfortunately, which is not great for helping the city get their job done. Uh, but just to confirm, uh Asiago, it seems to say here that you've changed your name recently, uh, Mr. Romano. Uh, and oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, and and Aaron like wait waits for him to uh, 
respond. He wants he, to read this guy's face. So you had seen his face falling as he as you were saying that like, oh no, you weren't going to come in or get him or, or, or force him to come out here. That you were okay with him signing through the door. But as he says, as you say, Mister Romano, and you raise his eye, raise your eyes. He uh, raises his eyes too, and like, and and uh, says, oh yes, I used to be Mister Romano, um, but uh, I'm I'm Mister Asiago now. But yes, I did used to be a Mister Romano. Yes. Yes, Mr. Romano. Yes, but no, uh, no, I'm, no I'm Mr. Asiago, so um, I can... Uh, in fact, um, just give me a second. Let me go in and, um, let me go in and grab a pen. Um, but you guys can just wait here at the door. Absolutely. We don't want to get in the way of uh, whatever you're doing. We'll just be um, right here. I yeah, let, me get, him, let me get out I, of I your way. I ask him um, if I can um, use uh, his, his, his bathroom. Actually... Um, yeah, and uh, and Aloe just starts like shaking, like she does the pee pee dance. She's like, "Oh, sir, 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 I really, really, uh, you know, need to use your bathroom." And she um, does this voice, like, "Oh, please, 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 please I can't hold it." Um, I, I wish, I wish I could, but uh, I'm gonna have to say no. I'm very sorry. And then uh, um, I, I push past him, and um, I, I, well, I run I'm gonna need uh, see, his door is chained, so I'm gonna need a strength oh. check from you or an athletics check uh, to to. It's not a it's not a particularly sturdy door, but it is chained. Yeah, Aaron, uh, like Aaron was basically waiting for this, so if it's all right, I would like to help her on I, this role. I would like, be happy to let you do that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Marnie, if you can give me some sort of physical check that you can justify as as helping Aloe out, and then uh, yeah, I I would I want to say he does this acrobatically, but he doesn't. He's just gonna shove on the door with her. Okay. I got um, a two so... for athletics. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad not news. good at all. Um, Marty got. Uh, well, Marty didn't do a lot better. Uh, he rolled a ten minus one, not good strength, so nine total. Okay. So what happens is. So is that a failure? So so far we're oh, at yeah, one, so one success and one failure on the scales of justice. That is correct. Um, we will not. We'll count that as a joint failure. I'm not going to count it as two individual failures. Okay. <laughs> um, so what happens is, uh, you see, uh, you see. Brutus take a step away from the door as he sees Aloe stepping forward um, and you both slam into the door at the same time and you open the door but the hinges break instead of the chains. Uh. It's not a very sturdy door at all in fact. The chains were, were <laughs> purchased by uh, Brutus and installed later and they're actually much much more valuable <laughs> than the actual door lock and hinges. The door swings, uh, oh, busts open and swings out, and you see it just for a second. Uh, send poor Brutus flying as he gets oh. smacked uh, onto a uh, onto the floor behind the door. Um, but as the door swings open and, and collapses into the inside, you see standing there holding an extremely sharp-looking axe, Caesar Romano, the alleyway axe man. Oh wow! Um, so, um. I'll tell you what, why don't you all roll initiative and we'll just see who gets to react yeah. quicker to this situation. Why, why don't we? This be fun, fun combat. Oh, fun um, I forget, do do we add something to our um, you like, should, proficiency bonus? Um, I think you just add your dexterity modifier if you have one. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, it's even nicely on my character sheet, plus two to initiative. So I rolled a 13 total. You're not bad. Oh, well. Not good enough, apparently. Okay, we'll see. Aloe might be able to pull off a higher roll. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Although, although Marty Aaron's an acrobat, so I would have expected him to 
If anybody was going to pull off a roll to beat this one. Oh, I got a, yeah. I got a 17 plus 4, so that's 21. <sighs> 21, okay. Wow. Um, Caesar is fast, but Aloe is faster. I rolled a 20, but he didn't have a bonus, so 21 beats it. So, Aloe, you go first, uh, but this guy is quick on his feet, so you've got the drop on him. Okay. Um, but you can tell that he is going to strike uh, in, in, in moments. Okay, can I... Um, hmm. So, oh, so he's come. He's he's coming away from us or going he's, towards us. He's headed towards you with his axe. Oh, uh, so I and, and I throw first. Martha right at his yes. stomach, and he goes. Oh. All right, give me uh, give me an attack roll for that. Okay. So it should be d twenty plus uh, whatever your attack roll is with with Martha. Oh come on now! <laughs> You're gonna get killed. Plus my attack so. I got a two, and then plus my attack is... Oh, oh no. I don't know. I don't, well, it doesn't even matter. So You rolled it two. Yeah, so I'm dead. I'm dead pretty much, right? I've been No, you're not dead, but... So so, so what happens is uh, you, throw your, you throw your hammer uh, at him, and he um, brings his axe sideways to deflect it, and Martha goes flying into the wall. It actually punches through the wall, because it's a very cheap wall, into the next apartment over. Um... <laughs> And uh, he actually steps forward before you can even regain your bearings after throwing your axe. And uh, he he takes a swing at you. Oh no! <laughs> and um, do you have? Can you tell me where your armor class is? My armor class. Where is that? Du, 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 du. It's uh, top center of the first page of your character sheet. It almost certainly doesn't matter because I rolled extremely high again. Oh man, roll worse. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate to have to oh. kill off detectives. Sorry, fourteen. 14 yeah no he hits you uh he, yeah and uh, oh thank goodness um he, he he hits you for two points of damage uh which i can keep track of you don't need to do that okay. uh clara and um uh, the axe buries itself in your um uh in your hip actually <gasps> um because you notice that he swings he swings low like he doesn't come at you from the top he swings really low and like tries to get at your leg and it, it, it clips into your hip um thankfully your your um your uh, belt, mm-hmm. your thick leather belt, catches the brunt of the of the blow, but uh, you can feel some deep bruising and probably uh, some serious laceration, oh. um, even through the belt. But uh, you're you're da- you're out. You're injured, but neither down nor out. Okay, words are tough. Wow. All right, it's it's um, up to got real. Aaron, Aaron is uh, is going to re- recover from tripping uh, into the room. And uh, as he sees the swing come around and uh, clip Aloe, he's actually going to leap over the, uh, like, leapfrog over her back uh, with drawing his knife. And the goal is to, like, swing around the guy's neck and uh, be on his back with the knife pressed to his throat. I like it. Give me a, give me a uh, attack roll. And I'll, uh, I'll let you use your... Uh... Uh, proficiency bonus on this as like as a bonus as an additional uh, bonus because as an a... additional oh additional actually bonus? no just roll with advantage sorry That's okay better. roll with advantage I forgot how All fifth right. edition D and D works that's good well I rolled <laughs> come on I rolled uh, raw nine and a ten so uh, if that's just an attack roll uh, with a dagger that's plus four so fourteen oh thank goodness I was like there's no way he's gonna hit fourteen he doesn't have a plus four bonus perfect. Um, that is what you needed. So you you leap uh, over Aloe and land on the other side of 
of Caesar, I put your knife to his throat. And what do you whisper in his ear as you've got him? Uh, oh, crap. What, um, I got you. Probably not anything, probably not say, anything good. Yeah, just you... like... <laughs> uh, Drop it, soap scum. Um, yeah, cheese, cheese it, Romano. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. I'm not going anywhere. And he, he drops his axe. You've caught me, but uh, I didn't do anything, all right? I was not the one in charge. I just followed. You got nothing on me. I'm. I'm. It's, you I'm just injured a police officer. Yeah, I'm afraid we have you on assaulting an officer. And oh. Aloe just, she just limps back to the door. Uh, She's like, oh goodness. Aaron, uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron will uh, keep keep the knife to his neck, but like kick the axe away, and uh, and step away. And uh, I think I can only do this. Um, uh, maybe I can do this twice. Uh, I'm gonna cast uh, cure wounds on Aloe. Okay. Oh man! To uh, to to buff her back up. That is awesome. So uh, yeah, you how do how do you what do you do as a bard to to heal all of uh, Aloe's injuries away? Do you do you sing? Is there a white light that comes through your hands? What what happens? Um, I have I have my little penny whistle. And, um, it's, it's kind of awkward cause I'm like, you're trying to keep a knife to the sky and trying to like play this penny whistle. Um, but it's, uh, it's a, a soothing song that is, uh, all about coming together and, uh, it's, it's for, for mending. Um, but it's, it's also very shrill. Like it's not actually super pleasant indoors. Nice. Okay. Perfect. Uh, and, uh, uh, when Aloe checks her own, in fact, uh, the belt is still, the belt is still got a big gash in it, but, uh. Her injury has vanished. There's just a little bit of dried blood on her, on her, uh, on her pant, on her hip. So My favorite uh, pair of slacks. <laughs> well, <laughs> could have been worse. I'm not happy. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Oh, thank you so much. Like you see, you see Brutus sitting up, like rubbing his head. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. I was afraid. He just showed up last night, and he said. He just showed up outside and said he needed a place to hide, and he, I, I didn't, I, I just opened the door, I didn't think, and, and he was in here, and then I, I couldn't do anything. I, I wanted to tell you when you got here, but he, he was standing behind me, he had the axe, uh, against the, the, the side of my, against my, against my side, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. I'll, I'll testify, I'll go into the station right now and give testimony, whatever you want. I, 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 he need, I, I need him behind bars again. He, he's not, I can't, I can't, he needs to be behind bars again, there's no way. I, uh, Aaron looks at Aloe and, and says, uh, I, I think we should just take them downtown right now. Yeah. I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we, 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 uh, hail, hail, uh, a really ratty cab. This is Dirt Alley. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, um, load, load everybody up. Aaron, uh, keeps the, uh, the, uh, his, his dagger, like, pointed menacingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess, what, what am I talking about? We have manacles. We got manacles, we, and you could take yeah. his axe away. Yeah, and then Aloe. Yeah. Aloe takes his axe. I'm like, you know, this this is mine now. Yeah. Did you ever go back like, and get your hammer out of the other oh, apartment? Oh, no, I think I forgot it. So, you know, I'm taking both. I, I need Martha and, and, and this axe. Okay. All right, so you've got Martha and you got Caesar's axe. That's good. It's, uh, sure. And, yeah, Aaron Aaron sees her, um, like, eyeing, eyeing the axe and is like, you know, I hate to be the one to do it. If Mikhail was here, he would tell you that that is evidence. And technically, that is true. Uh, and it is your duty as the person holding the evidence to turn it in. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so you guys you guys uh, successfully uh, 
uh, get uh, get Cesar Romano uh, back to the high guard station and uh, throw him in the holding cells. Cool. And uh, the chief the chief comes out to do that and says uh, and sees sees what you've done and says, "Wow, that's you guys." She checks her wrist sundial. You guys have been gone less than an hour. I, I'm very impressed. Well, uh, I don't I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's our perp no? chief, but uh, he did assault Aloe uh, with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we've they we've got his the axe man for nothing yeah uh so we've we've got his uh his ex uh ready to uh, give a statement so you his know axe. oh his yeah 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 the axe man's the axe man's ex oh the ex oh okay yeah, we right. didn't even inspect the axe to see if it's the one if it's the one that um oh did you did you bring the axe to enter into enter into evidence uh officer sada oh, al reluctantly takes out of her bag and she's like, here, it still has my blood on it. I wanted to keep it that way, but um, I guess oh, that's, we can, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to little, evidence. That's a little gruesome, uh, Officer Sada, but uh, yeah, that's how things work. You you collect evidence and you turn it into evidence. If we got to keep evidence, uh, well, we'd be no better than the street guard, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> no, I'm right. Uh, sorry, Chief. Yes, you are. Um, you. Any Anyway, we're, uh, I guess we're going to. Give Brutus over to the clerks to take his statement, and uh, we'll have to give our statements later. We, yeah, I want to question Caesar Chief if we can uh, see if he can tell us more about who was involved in the escape. But uh, I don't think yeah. he's our guy. Uh, yeah, go ahead if you need to question him. Uh, but then if you if you think the, that the uh, the murderer of Blazing Death is still out there, yeah, I encourage you to get back out there and keep looking because uh, it's great that the Alleyway Axeman's back behind bars. But uh, if he's not the murderer, then he's the least of our problems. All yeah. right. So who's next on the list? Well, uh, so are you guys going to go ahead and interrogate Cesar Romano oh, yeah, uh, yeah. at uh, before you head off again? Yes, or? let's just interrogate him first. Okay. All right. All right. What do you What do you want? You caught me. You win. Everybody wins. Cesar always always gets the the last bite of the of the pie. But you guys are the winners. Yes. You get the cheese. Haha, It's a good joke because my name is Romano, like the cheese. Never heard <laughs> that, that before. I'm sorry about your day, Mr. Romano. Things uh, I'm sure can't be feeling great right now. You just got back in the world and your ex wants nothing to do with you. And uh, you thought maybe this was your shot at getting your life back. Well, I got to tell you that uh, things are looking pretty bleak for a lot of folks out there. And maybe you can help us make that go better for them. And in exchange, maybe we can get your sentence reduced. Oh, really? You're going to go into a dirt alley? You're going to help the, the people, the impoverished people there? The people with nothing? Is that what you're going to do? Uh, I would I would love to do that, but uh, my job is to stop people from killing one another. And with all of these folks breaking out of Abercatraz, I think we've got a lot of that going on. Well, listen, folks are always going to kill each other. That's just the way it works, officer. There's nothing you can't... You can arrest however many people you want, but you're not going to change people. Me? I killed... I killed for a good reason. I killed for money. I killed the rich people and I took their money and I spent it. It felt good. You you so you just took took from the rich and killed them while you did you it. Didn't you didn't give to. Yeah. The... You, did you forget that part? I helped the. What are you talking about? I helped the community. Where do you think I spent the money? I spent it to the alley. I went to the bars. I went to the restaurants. I went to the the small ta- the small mom and pop artisans and the uh, the hometown armorers. So you supported local uh. businesses. Did you like start a school? Any sure. other type of philanthropy other what? than? No, um... I don't care about schools. I don't anything about Caesar, schools. Caesar, don't don't you know there's no future in an economy that's built on service work? If 
if you're not paying for manufacturer or, or buying land for the community, you're not helping the community. You're just helping yourself. You subscribe to a, a very uh, outdated form of economic theory. And if I had time right now, I would I would school you on that. But uh, that's not that's not how I think the world works. That's not how the world really works. Allo brings out Martha and she says, uh, you know what? If we're talking uh, politics, I'm more of a Machiavellian type of a <laughs> civics person. And, uh, and, His... and she takes it and she rubs the tip of Caesar's nose with the mallet. And she just says, hey, guy, you know what? We want to get the bad people off the street just like you. All right, so I need to know who else was there when you got out. I just, I just want to say, I will answer your question, but I just want to no, make a cutting this, remark. This I want to make nose. a cutting remark. <laughs> I want to, how about if I answer the question first and then make a cutting remark? Okay. All right. Who else was it? Who do you want to know? There were about a dozen of us, maybe, maybe a few more. They're all your friends. Who, what do you want to know? I need to know They're all tell, friends. I don't like any of them. Tell us about Blazing Death. Oh, that guy. He is, he is bad news. He was the, he was the toughest. Uh, he was the toughest, toughest person I ever met. He's, he's, did you, he's got the fire thing, right? Not like a regular fire, but like a really bad, really hot fire. That like, is yeah. Horrible. Really? Yeah. No, he's, he like, was a bad guy. He like does the fire like from his hands and stuff. Yeah, he, he definitely was a really bad, bad guy. Yeah. You know saying was? I did, you know, I think I did not notice that. Uh, oh. You already caught him. I'm sorry, I uh, I forgot to mention, uh, he was murdered. Uh, shortly after the portal was opened and you all escaped, uh, he said, uh, for four hours until the truce, and uh, someone with uh, shadow powers and an axe uh, took took him down. So, uh, He's dead. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Who, who, you th- and you thought I killed him? Is this why well, you were after me? Uh, because of the axe and the shadows? Yeah. I mean, we were after you, but... Yeah, those uh, those added. You're the number oh, that's, one. I feel like I wish you would tell other people that you thought that killed Blazing Death, but I promise you, I did not. He is uh, he is above my pay grade. He's uh, mm. he's, yeah, I'm he's way too. That. I don't want to. I don't want to be to be blunt. He's way too tough for me. Like I, uh, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even try to take a swing, swing at him. He's he's all fire and death. Okay. Like, so who do you think could? You tell us. Who do you think could? Who do you think could take him down? Who could take down Blazing Death? I mean, if you're looking for Shadow and you're looking for Fire, you've got uh, uh, Penumbra and the Spire Shadow Killer both broke out uh, of Abercatraz with us. Okay. Um, that doesn't help uh, us at all. Uh, well, the, the Red Fletcher and uh, that uh, that woman that uh, worked with him or that he worked with or whoever, they, they argue about it all the time, who was in charge, who was not in charge. Um, I don't think either of them, certainly neither of them are axe axe people uh but i don't think i've up for it either but uh, whatever uh the side town smasher um oh jeez, he got out yeah oh, bad bad news uh midnight monster uh the crisscross kidnapper who gives these nicknames it's how you, the, the, media. the media that's how, that's how it okay. works well that's not fair bad axe jack picked his own nickname <laughs> but it was so catchy it stuck <laughs> and i know what you're thinking bad axe jack just by the name you would think oh he's an axe guy uh he is but he's all it's all uh shiny he's very he doesn't like shadows at all i don't know if you read mm. i i shared the i didn't share it well i shared the cell with him very briefly it did not work out so we did not get along well mm-hmm. um he hates he hates darkness does not like it uh so 
I don't. Other than that, uh, none of nobody else's shadows, nobody else's axes. But uh, well, I'm very sorry to hear that, Mr. Romano. If uh, if you had that something mean? that would that would help us uh, catch the person that killed the person that made this breakout happen, uh, well, listen, we could... listen, listen. Uh, I'll tell you what. I do. I know a little something. I don't know if it'll help you, but uh, it might. It might. It might help you bring another. Uh, uh, did I hear someone call us super criminals? Because I like the sound of that. Another super criminal to justice. Uh, no, that sounds ridiculous. Uh, Why would we glorify what oh, you do? That's um, oh, and that's, and Aaron Aaron like <laughs> scribbles out something that was written on his paper. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, the Spire Shadow Killer. Um, he was uh, he was headed back to the Meatpackers District. All right, you might, you might find him there. I don't know if he's got what it takes to. Uh, to kill blazing death, but uh, he maybe he if it, maybe if it wasn't him, he might know better uh, who it would be. But uh, he's headed back to the meat packers district. That's the last thing I heard before the breakout. All right. Well, of of uh, the spire shadow killer and penumbra, which would you be afraid to meet in an alleyway with an axe? Hmm. Of those two, probably penumbra. He's a. Hmm. Uh, Spire Shadow Killer, uh, he's a he's a stand-up guy. He's I mean he's he's a killer, but uh, yeah. Penumbra's he's not right. He's unhinged. I would say mm. he's uh, he. There's no rhyme. There's there's no. I could I couldn't ever find any rhyme or reason to what he does. You said two of them uh, were got fighting my... about um who which one was in charge. Which two did you say were fighting about who's in charge? Oh the uh the the red Fletcher and the uh, the hacking woman the leaf lady okay the, the uh, Noreen or whatever. Mm. Yep. They were arguing about who was in charge and who was the response. Who was the part? They said they never ever once. I tell you what, never said partners. It was always like master and apprentice, or like a leader and follower, or like a, mm. a master and or no, not master, master apprentice. I'm like or like a boss and underling. It was never it's how they, yeah. in the relationship, whether it's romantic or professional or what have you. It's it's all about partnership and about the working together. You can't have a, you can't have a, a high and a low position for a, a wow, relationship you, to work in the long term. You really have a lot of uh, deep thoughts about working relationships for somebody that kills folks alone in an alley. Who's divorced. Uh, well, now, Bru- Bru- and now we are not divorced. Or separated. separated. Or... Brutus changed his name legally, but uh, he didn't get divorced. Hmm. So, well, now, that's actually a trick of the legal system. He was unable to divorce me. But while we were together, we, uh, we had something very special, he and I. Hmm. All right. It's because well, I treated Mr. him like an equal. Ah, interesting. So you gave him uh, option to uh, to send you back out on the street when you came home from prison. Then. Now listen. What what do you have to understand? All right. And is, Aaron uh, gathers the papers. Oh, no, you got uh, me. You got me on that one. Listen, I was in for a long time, but uh, you got me. That's a that that would be a little bit of a, that's a contradict. That's a little bit of hypocrisy. You got me with that. So. Get out of here! I'm done. Well, think, think about think about like what you've done, Mr. Anymore. Romano. We'll uh, yeah, we'll get you processed in uh, in due time, and uh, please enjoy doing the rest of your. Time. And what's her name again? Twilson. Uh, Twilson. Don't worry about That's it. Right. Good. I'm just gonna. I'll just keep that in mind. Have yep. a good day. Please, please do, and don't forget to fill out your uh, customer satisfaction survey. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. 
Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of The Grave Escape. Visit us at dndsvu.rpg.academy. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey is at ATL underscore Spielberg. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A-1. Marty is at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. Or tell a friend about the show. Thanks.